Hello and welcome to Comic Solving Problems. I'm Stephen Allen. And I'm Eric McElroy. Good evening and welcome to the show that if we were graded by the UK's traffic light system, we would be red hot. And by that I mean, after you've seen us, you should go into quarantine for watching. It's uh, it's that kind of show. Yeah, it's that kind of show. You got a government quarantine hotel. Definitely get tested. Um, <laughs> probably shouldn't see any other people for a while. It's not an amber show. Definitely not a green show. It's red hot, red hot. Uh, but it is a show where myself and Mr. Steve, uh, we've been doing this for over a year now. We've been solving problems left, right, and center. Look how much better the world is now. Thank you very much for joining us. Um, you got to be watching us on the old YouTube now because that should be the only place we are. And if you want to get engaged during the show, there's going to be some chat opportunities on the channel. So join the channel. You can subscribe while you're there. You can give us a thumbs up for liking the show because that's all we have now. Because neither of us has done a live gig yet. No. I think you had one scheduled, but it was canceled. So that's our career still. <laughs> no, it's on Saturday. And I've, got one. I've still got one. Is it? You think you it's got not canceled me? yet? Give it a few not days. Not canceled yet. Give it a few days. Um, so you can give it a thumbs up as you're watching. Uh, subscribe to the channel. If at any point you are enjoying what you're doing and you think, ah, these guys have made me smile or at least feel better about my pathetic life, you can buy us a drink uh, at the Kofi uh, site. You can say, hey, I contribute to what these two guys have gotten up to and give them a little bit of hope into the world and maybe make my wife think this has been less pointless than it's been for the last 13 months. And uh, and other than that, uh, thank you to those of you who are joining us from our partnership with Crack Comedy um, and have got tickets on there. We appreciate that. Um, and yeah, have I forgotten anything, Steve? I think we're up to date. I think we've got all the we're admin done. Yeah. Cool. We've got four problems to solve. If you want to, you can put some problems in the chat and we can see if we can get to them. Uh, but otherwise, we're going to rip through this shit. <laughs> There's the intro as after. <laughs> Nice. Um, let's solve a problem then. I've uh, yes. I got a problem for you. And this is the problem of the fact that the trains are not very good. Well, it turns out there's a bit of a uh, solution that's been brewing already. Today's the day when we heard that train travel is going to be overhauled. Seems like a good thing. Um, and so, I mean, that's, that doesn't seem to give us enough information. Let's go into some of the details of what's been happening. Because trains, do you remember trains? Yeah, I remember. I'm a bit oh sketchy yeah. myself. I mean, it's been a while. Station. I'd forgotten about the fact that, you know, I imagine first time I get back on a train, I'll just poo my pants about the fact that I can't find the seatbelt. It, it's it's a strange world. And it's a shame <laughs> because during the time that I've not been on trains, there have been two metre distancing, so you can't get told off for manspreading. And during one week yeah. last March, I didn't have a sense of smell. So I would have loved to have been on a train. I was peak passenger, but we weren't allowed on them. So it's been a while. And it does mean that now's the time possibly to make the changes and improve them. It's a good time to do a bit of a restart. What are some of the things that we've heard that they're bringing in? Well, flexible train season tickets, which I think is a good move because at the moment we really do have flexible seasons. Thanks to climate change. I mean, these are just some recent headlines over the last week <laughs> and a bit. A couple of Arctic blasts and a heat wave in there. So, But that's not what they mean. Flexible season tickets, because in the old days you'd buy a ticket that gets you to work five days a week. Uh, but mm. people aren't going to be working like that. And it's the same that I went up to the, the local train station and was speaking to someone in the ticket office saying, look, I work from home now, so I need a yeah. train ticket that gets me here to my nearest station to where I live. <laughs> and they offered me a return. 
So fair enough. Brings me right back to where I need to be. It's going to waste a lot of time and it's very expensive. But so that's one of their flexible season tickets, I guess. Um, so I was watching some of the coverage. And in case you're wondering, like, some of the details of it, let's turn to the BBC and some of their coverage this morning. Here's a clip. So as you say, there will be that new public body that will manage both the trains and the tracks. It will be called Great British Railways. Great British Railways. The kind of railways that won us the war. Oh, they're lovely. I don't know why I went Welsh. Um... So, yeah, I mean, look, you seem, it's not technically, physically possible to make a train out of a flag, but by God, they're close. Like, if yeah. they could just put flags on it, the, the drag alone would make it a really slow train, but that's what we want. The great <laughs> British... That would probably one of the options. Other options would have been included, like, they've renamed it We Don't Like Foreigners Network, but they didn't go with that one. They just went straight in with the Great British Railway. Splendid. I like that clip, by the way. Let's have a little zoom in on what she was wearing. She was wearing a see-through mask whilst doing a piece to camera. And it's brilliant because ordinarily you see someone in a mask, you can't see their lips move and you don't have that same rapport. And she's got one of these masks, which is brilliant because it also stops people like me taking a piece of footage of someone doing a piece to camera and adding in different audio to make them look like an idiot. But that's... That's not what they did on ITV's Good Morning Britain, where they went with a disposable mask so that I could do this. Normally, this carriage would be rammed with people, and it was before I got on and broke wind. Last night, I ate a mix of spices, herbs, eggs that were on the turn, and I also stirred in some nails to give it shrapnel. And now, when this fart hits anyone on the train, they will get up and leave. Just a side note, that's what you can do these days. That's what I do with my spare time, yeah. taking footage of people nice. from the news. Um, so they are uh, bringing in flexible tickets. That's one thing. But it's also about who owns which part of the network and who's going to be running mm -hmm. it. And that's why uh, we got the headline from The Telegraph today, British Rail returns. And a lot of people aren't happy about that because British Rail had a bad name. Did, were you here during the, the time of British Rail? Do you remember British Rail? Uh, well, I mean, I know the term. I mean, I got here in 2000. Oh, no, you so, so you never lived through the days. Ah, uh, no, was it good? The, it, was good? it was, yeah, I mean, they were terrible trains. They had those weird, tra I never understood why this was even a thing. A door where you had to lean out of the door, precariously, I'm going to pull the window down, lean out mm. of a train, which people still did as it was those. moving, and open it from yeah. that side, like someone's put the child lock on, but still you're yeah. going to make a break for it. Um, they were terrible. They were often delayed. For some reason, people used to joke about the sandwiches on them. Crazy times. But this is why I think it's really good that British Rail is back. Loads of people now go, oh, you don't remember it was terrible, Steve. Oh, oh nationalisation. No, 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 no. It's really good for comedians. There will be something to do jokes about again. I've never been a, a professional comedian during the era of being able to make jokes about British Rail. I look forward to it. I've managed to get here a list of old jokes about British Rail that we'd be able to do. Yes. If you could print them off the internet, okay, there you ready? go. Um, old jokes yeah. about British Rail. Um, I'm not saying British Rail is slow, but its new class of trains is the Glacier Range. Nice. Pretty good, yeah. Okay. Back in the old yeah. days, like the comedians in the eighties. Um, yeah. What's the difference between the Beatles and British Rail trains? Only half of the Beatles are called the Late. Oh God, it's a bit harsh, isn't it? 
Um, okay. What's the difference between autoerotic asphyxiation and British Rail? Autoerotic asphyxiation will get you there. Oh, God. <laughs> I like that one. Um, why is British Rail like Amy Winehouse? Hmm. It started with a few lines, but look at the mess it turned into. She wasn't even famous when these jokes were written. How the bleep? Was she even born? The... And finally, um, what have British Rail and Princess Diana got in common? Oh, God. Oh. Um, you'd often find them in tunnels and they ended in 1997. Bloody hell. I mean... Oh, I don't even know. It was hard being a comic back was, then. Yeah, I don't even know how those jokes could have been written back then because... Yeah. How did they know the few... It's almost as if they were just written by me earlier today to be offensive and blame it on someone else. Strange. Yeah, that would never happen. No. But anyway, there we go. We're up to date. The trains are going back <laughs> to the good old days, and I'm flipping happy about it. Good. Nice. Well, that's the way it should be. Yeah. I mean, I, I I don't have my British flag, but I feel patriotic. Yeah. Or my American great flag out. British railways. But uh, what about the trains that go to Northern Ireland? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> well, I think the They've theory kind of is left out of this, by the time that comes in, they will have just... That that issue would be sorted by. I think Boris has given up now. Um, so it should just be the Great English Rail. Uh, not long. Because they're not. Well, they're not even going to be able to go to Scotland. Wales aren't going to leave, are they? Not my people. My thir- mm. a thirty tooth of me would like to keep my hometown, uh, my homeland, is still here. Right in the message section, okay. you can get involved on the YouTube if you'd like to give us some chit chat. Uh, Chris, is it Monday already? Mark, it's uh, always morning somewhere. This no one knows when this show starts. <laughs> And that's what keeps it special. That's Tom, right. I really like Tom's um, message that says, evening, brackets, message retracted. <laughs> and good evening to you too. <laughs> um, I've got that Monday morning feeling, says Brit, just adding to the uh, when is this show on confusion. And then Tracy, thankfully yeah. Tracy knows what's going on. Evening to the CSP Massive. Wow. Massive. We've got a massive now. A massive. I like that. Jack's here, evening all. Um, Chris... Couldn't get a hold of a VHS tape, so he can't tape it. He's having to watch it live. Welcome along. It's the place to be. Sorry. Um, Jack says, if I'd known Eric was going to ask us all to engage during the show, I'd have brought a ring. <laughs> going to get down on one knee. Get engaged. Um, yeah. Uh, hopefully, the new train body won't be a chicken shagstall. <laughs> if you missed Tuesday's show, watch the clips on the YouTube channel. But uh, that, if you want something that puts you off meat... Watch that man and his chicken sex doll. Travel. Really? It made me hungry. Really? He had a human mm-hmm. head and a hairy man was having intercourse with it. Why would that? Actually, don't answer that. Yeah. Um, Drumsticks. The, uh, Chris <laughs> says travel method. Of, uh, yeah. Oh, an edgy. Yeah. Or eggy method. Sorry, says Mark. What was that? Nice I egg jokes. Because the farts. Sorry, it's sure. a pre-recorded bit. Uh, the there we go. Bit. Mark says, uh, was she actually wearing a clear face covering or uh, was she a tired <laughs> tired croupier heading home trying to get some sleep on the train? <laughs> Still see-through. That happens. Britt says, see-through masks are great for the um, deaf slash lip-reading community. Sadly, they just look creepy. Yeah, I mean... I know we're meant to be doing this for sanitary reasons, but if I owned one of those clear face masks, I would spend all of the time just pushing it up against my face and my lips look like a pre-packed chicken, kind of 
we're back to chickens again. Oh, Careful. Chickens. We might end up getting married um, uh, to that guy. Chris says, Les Dawson's joke about uh, welding the crusts to the British rail meat pies. Classic. Those were the days. Proper jokes. Not the offensive stuff that I had spent my afternoon doing. What's most offensive? There's got to be one about Princess Diana. Princess Diana. That was a thought that I had to myself today. Surely we can get Princess Diana into this. So inappropriate. Um, the reason we had slam door stock for that uh, is that for the first hundred odd years of the railways, doors were open and closed from the platform until mm. a fatal fire uh, were locked before departure. Oh, right. So... There used to be someone on there opening it for you, I guess. Yeah, back in the day. Uh, Je- uh, Chris is quoting Jeff Norcott saying, it took the Conservatives uh, to do socialism properly, nationalising the railways. Uh, Charlotte gives us a good evening to the squad, the CSP squad, and I think we're up to date with the first slice yeah. of comments. Um, nice. It always feels good to have a more famous comedian quoted, mm. especially one that used to be on a show that you were on. Yeah. Yeah, the end of the match report hasn't quite scuppered here. It hasn't punctured him under the wharf, the plimsoll line quite as <laughs> quite as it has to me. But hey, he's not live every Tuesday and Thursday, is he? Might be. Would be if he said yes. I'm sure people are throwing offers at him left, right, and centre. But anyway. Yep. Um, and thank you uh, for your kofis. I'll put the link in the chat, of course, and to um, Britt, who's, who's gotten us a nice little kofi there. So thank you very much for that. That is very much appreciated, uh, as always. I'll be using it to buy new eggs and more nails to give it shrapnel. <laughs> That'll be spicy. Uh, beautiful. So, yeah, the, the link's uh, on the screen as well, if you'd like to get uh, stuck in and involved in that. But meanwhile, Mr. Eric McElroy, what you got? Well, Steve, this is a problem that uh, you might be able to identify with. I'm not really sure. Um, but it's the problem of representing an effing idiot. Do you feel a connection there? I don't know if you really do. Um, do you remember this guy? Uh, he's the uh, QAnon shaman. Oh, yes. Does he ring a few bells? Yeah. yeah. He's been, he's um, he basically, surprisingly, after the insurrection, after he was filmed by every major news outlet in the world, um, he was caught um, after the insurrection. I know it's shocking. You know, you go on, you invade the heart of the American capitalistic, uh, American democracy and capitalistic system. Um, you're dressed in sheepskin. Um, you stand at the speaker's podium. Uh, you leave a note. And suddenly, you know, Colombo can find you or something. Jeez, who knew? Uh, he's been in jail for a while now. There's stories about him being in jail. He was vegan, all these kinds of things. Um, but his lawyer now is trying to come to his assistance and has to represent this guy. And it's troublesome. I mean, it's not easy to represent somebody who obviously, you know, let's be honest, he allegedly, he did it. I'm willing to put that out <laughs> yeah, there. as we saw. <laughs> Allegedly, it's everywhere. So his lawyers come up with some different ideas and strategy on how to cope with this particular um, client. Yeah, we have a situation in America today where we are emulating gulags from the Soviet Union. The days of the Soviet Union have passed, but not, not in our country. Yeah. Remember the good old days, Steve, the Soviet Union, where you could just storm a capital if you wanted to, and they were fine with it? That's the kind of America we want to have, not putting people who are clearly guilty in jail. <laughs> um, the thing is, you know, he's, he's gone on Newsmax, which is a very Trump-friendly news channel. It's the kind of channel that makes Fox News go, 
oh dear, did you say that? They're definitely a friendly audience for him. And he's trying to come up with reasons why the shaman should maintain support. But he's got, it's tricky to defend somebody like this, as we said, you know, especially when, you know, uh, you know, what, what, what did the shaman even mean what he meant to do? My client did nothing violent. He stole nothing. He was not assaultive. He was not threatening. He was peaceful. He was supportive of law enforcement. And in fact, we unearthed video. Well, see, the problem with that, Steve, um, is uh, you're saying the unearthed video uh, of his client. Is it coming up with a little clip of some quote every time we've done a thing there? Yeah. Is that happening at the end of the clip? I don't know why that's there. I have a feeling it may be on every single clip uh, because of the way I put the images together. So just ignore that. It's not relevant. I think it's from Tuesday's story. Um, I have a reason why this show may be cursed from the start, which I'll explain later on. But... Um, but basically, it's very difficult. Uh, he's saying, you know, my client didn't do anything violent, didn't do anything wrong. The problem is, he's saying we unearthed video about that. The video that they're showing next to his face while he's defending his client has his client clearly writing this piece of paper on the speaker's desk mm -hmm. that says, justice is coming. He's basically had his face next to the threat. <laughs> Yeah. It's not, it's not really the good, it's not the best look. No. Let's just put it this way. Um, the guy from Newsmax though, um, he's sympathetic obviously because of the channel being so right wing. And, uh, but even the news presenter in this case, he's like, I want to support this guy, but I'm not totally sure I can. It's totally unacceptable, sir. Uh, good luck. Uh, uh, send your client uh, my best wishes. Yes, I am sending him my best wishes. I I think he should not have acted that way. However, he apologized, and I didn't see him break anything or hurt anybody. I didn't. Uh, I didn't see him. Uh, I don't know why that Trump diaper thing is there. It's not part of this bit. <laughs> Everything is getting extra commentary. It's like I'm being haunted by Tuesday's show. Um, basically, they Newsmax knows the guy's going to be in jail. We know the guy's going to be in jail. He's guilty. So the lawyer, the lawyer's name is Al. Really, not the name you want for a lawyer, is it? <laughs> Al. It's not. A, you know. It's just not not what you want. Um, but he's got a different plan and a different defense. Well, his lawyer put out a new defense, question mark, in an interview with Talking Points Memo this week. So his lawyer uh, this week, let's see if I managed to cut it off before it did some weird image there. Um, his lawyer this week has a plan, you know, if this whole Soviet gulag thing doesn't work out. Um, and here's, here's the statement that he's put out in defense of his client who is paying him to represent him. Okay, part of the quote is as follows. A lot of these defendants, they're all F-word short bus people. These are people with brain damage. They're F-word R-words. That's right. Insult your F-word client for supporting the T-word president and use language that will also P-word, O-word, T-word, E-word, W-word, which we all know that famous uh, saying, right, Steve? Do we? Piss off the entire world. Oh, no. um, because the thing is, you know, who are these idiots that are his client's friends? But they're our brothers, our sisters, our neighbors, our coworkers. They're part of our country. 
These aren't bad people. They don't have prior criminal history. That's right, Steve. They don't have a prior criminal history. This is the first time they've ever done an insurrection. And you know what? They will do better next time. But the question always has to be, why did they do this in the first place? F word, they were subjected to four plus years of goddamn propaganda, the likes of which the world has not seen since F word Hitler. That's right, Steve. That's the defense. Mm -hmm. They are just S word Nazis. <laughs> So there we go, Steve. It's difficult. It's a difficult job being a lawyer. Lawyer named Al. You know, yeah. definitely found him in the phone book. Paul Simon's. Lawyer. And I'm saying phone book, not the internet. He was in a phone book. Yeah. <laughs> he was in a phone box. He's like, I'm not paying for that internet thing. I get my clients by just watching the cable and seeing which one tries to burn down the Capitol building. Those are the F E word idiots I want to represent. I mean, Jesus Christ. I kind of. Would I mean, clearly she has a, a brilliant career and will never have to stoop so low, but just it's a shame she's not available on one of those phone lines. Well, Essie, yeah, just well, she has been on my podcast, so her career isn't necessarily as ah. <laughs> she's um, yeah, check her out, Essie Cup. Get her a good. script that that you can know, like, oh, I'd love to <laughs> F word, S word you in the T zone. I can't remember if she swore in the, in the podcast, but. Anyway, um, right, let's check up on the comments here. Um, I'm not sure where we left off. Uh, Northern Ireland Railways is state-owned, like the main bus operator, TransLink. Oh, there we good go. Research. So, good night. Thank you very much, Mark, for the research. Um, and um, they were they were still building slam door stock for British Rail as late as 1965. I definitely was on a slam trail, slam door train that was in the early 2000s yeah. oh, they, they still definitely still had those um but it, it took the end of british rail for the other ones to be brought in but and yet and therefore people think they're linked but i'm sure we wouldn't still have slam door trains if we had still a nationalized system because it's not as if the privatized ones worked but yeah but the good thing is if the tories keep in power long enough we won't have any trains so mm. fine um jack says there are still some slam doors on my route uh which is to his first stop, 1969. <laughs> so well done, time traveler Jack. Uh, yeah, Marcus said, which route is that, Jack? <laughs> um, Chris says, shrapnel method. Yeah. So that's another, another thought um, technique. <laughs> that's a good one. Uh, Mark says, you know, there is someone is guilty when even Fox wouldn't interview the lawyer. Where, he, where is he next? Infowars with my pillow guy? That's right, Frank Speech. Here I come. Info Wars. Oh, we've not done one of those in a while. What did I? My spin-off's yeah. called Info Wars for the paranoid yeah. people online. I need to do one. It's, I mean, now that he's been deplatformed, um, it's not as much fun. Mm. But at the same time, democracy is just a little bit stronger. <laughs> you would say that Funny because you're the globalists and the leftists and the cellists. <laughs> oh, God. Um, Edward Hitler, the very same chap from the TV sitcom Bottom. Of course, yeah. <laughs> and Marcus suggested starting next week, C word, S word, P word. This, yeah, the CSP posse gang, massive. Yeah, there we go. That's not a bad idea. If we could get some publicity. If we could be more edgy, mm. 
that would bring in the kids. They fucking, those F word kids. I'm doing the edgy material. I'll tell you, kids love jokes about British Rail and Princess Tyana. <laughs> that's that's yeah, really, really on point for kids. They really relate to somebody who died five to 10 years before they were born. Yep. Uh, that's the generation we're going for. And I've seen the stats for the show on YouTube. We are not getting Gen Z. Um, <laughs> sorry. Um, sorry to our audience. Maybe you are. Not even after but my I video last week. Not. On Tuesday show. Even after your video, guys, uh, Google Analytics is right up your A words. And I know, I know where you, I know, I already know where Jack's train goes. Thanks to Google Analytics. Yeah. Um, Britt says, guess which lawyer drew the shortest straw? Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Well, and he called it the short bus, which is really offensive, but I'm not going to make that comment. Um, Charlotte is laughing at Mark, which is not the idea of the show. She's supposed to laugh at us. Yeah. And Mark says the first non slam door stock was built in Britain. Great Britain. Great Britain. Huh. There we go. And Chris has suggested Queen of Farts. Well, on that beautiful note. Um, so, and uh, um, yeah, so there you go. The Kofi link is there. If you want to keep this project a going. And uh, I'll be definitely checking my uh, uh, editing uh, for next time. But there is a reason why this show is potentially cursed, which we'll talk about after Steve does his problem. Okay. Well, on Tuesday, I did uh, an update on the Shekstall Man, one of the most yes. regularly talked about things in the second story position that I, you know what I normally do? You pick a story that's actually in the news, you write jokes about it all day, you realize you run out of time, look at the Daily Star, guys married a sex doll, boom, that's half an hour's worth of entertainment. But there's another yep. story. It's not just cheap jokes about the sex doll guy. I've also done cheap okay. jokes about Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina candle. Yes, you yes, have. A lot. And we could spend the time going over some of the questions. Why would you want a candle that smells like you had to smuggle it into prison? Is it so it reminds you of all those phone calls you had to make when you're in Orange is the New Black? I don't know. But that's not the questions that we're here for. So for those who don't know, Gwyneth Paltrow has a website called Goop. On there, you can buy a candle that smells like her vagina. There's another mm. candle that's called This Candle Smells Like My Orgasm, both in a range that I'd like to call Wanky Candle. But uh, so far, she's not emailed me back on that one. So you get these candles that smell like your business, your downstairs. Sadly, yeah. we have an update on this story. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's Goop calls laws the lawsuit over exploding vagina center candle actually i need to this is a bad headline because i need to explain it it's not very well put together it's a yeah. candle that is vagina centered that exploded it's not a candle that is centered like an exploding vagina because <laughs> it does not make that clear because it's a different candle any minute now that one's gonna blow it's not that kind of so actually let's just get it we'll get it from another source because uh, sky news wrote it up from nbc so gwyneth paltrow's lifestyle company is being sued after a man alleged one of its vagina center candles exploded is a strange word isn't it because it's not just caused a fire Expl are we sure he didn't accidentally buy one of their uh, this dynamite smells like my vagina range because that might explain it. But okay, so he bought this candle. And I hate to feel like I'm judging people. And I'm very much against judging people based on their gender. A bloke should be allowed to do anything that a woman can do. But it is just true that if some 
woman who lives in like California and is all into hippie crap and crystals buys that candle thing. Oh, well, you're just wasting your money like that. But if a bloke called Colby from Texas buys a vagina-scented candle, <laughs> he just feels like he's sitting around going, I'll have to smell me some Gwyneth Paltrow vagina-jan. Mmm, fresh. Well. It's just dirty. It's even dirty <laughs> when you read more of the story as well. He's just a wrong un, right? Uh, after burning it for three hours on his bedside table, two things are wrong oh. there. I'm going to put it by my bedside. I smell it at bed at night. Mmm, I love the smell of... Candle vagina in the morning. Three hours as well. Oh, why? The poor thing must have been absolutely knackered. Three hours worth of vagina scent in the room. Um, So, we plough on through the story. The Goop website has a warning on its website to not use it for more than two hours. (laughs) But the quote, which I love from NBC, is um, uh, from their website, we're confident that this claim is frivolous. Yeah, because he okay. started the frivolous thing. You're selling fanny candles and you're calling him frivolous. <laughs> okay. Now, um, as we plow on through the story, here's another little bit that I liked. So he's seeking money, like $5 million for a class action. Um, for, mm. for him and others who, and this is what I like, through no fault of their own, purchased defective and dangerous <laughs> vagina scented candles. And I have to point out, he means a candle that is scented like a vagina and the candle is defective and dangerous. It is not a candle that is scented like a defective and dangerous vagina. Why do people keep making this mistake? Ooh, dangerous and defective. Um, so, there's that's him. He's he's after five million and I think he's not going to get five million. What? He had a, a candle no. that caused a bit of a burn in a room, which can happen with candles. And it looks like they've tested these vagina candles and they don't explode more than normal candles. But maybe I'm wrong on that. I still think best case scenario, mate, you're going to get vouchers for the website. You're going to get five million. You might get some vouchers, which you could spend on yeah. things like, guess who spent the day looking on the Goop website? This. <laughs> you can get a stoking set for £330, uh, which, you know, in case he's setting fire to other stuff, he's got a little hearth set there. That'd be nice for him. Um, if he's getting stressed out by this, on the on the website you could buy the neck relief ergonomic cervical pillow. Now, given that I know where you have to shove the eggs that you can buy off this website, the cervical pillow, I think we know where that goes. Two questions. One, it's huge. And two, how far do you have to shove it in if it's going to help your neck? <laughs> Which way would you do that? But for this guy, if he is if he is watching Colby, well, I'd like to get myself... Some of that, that. What you need to get yourself, Colby, is something from their new range. The this fire extinguisher smells like my vagina range. <laughs> get yourself one of those, and we'll all be sorted out. So we're up to date with what's happening with Goop. Here we go. I mean, you know, I gotta say, pop in a copy of Shakespeare in Love, light that candle. Really? Because I would have gone with just have an great expectations. Oh, no. Shakespeare really? all the way. That's the main so. difference between us, is that, yeah. It's two yeah, of us. We're basically... But the fact that we both have a movie we would choose <laughs> is why we're working on this project together. We've got not a lot else going on, yeah. Um, <laughs> let's have a look. Uh, oh, dear. Um, Charlotte says, I, it's in the comment section, I'll put the thing up so you can get involved on the YouTube. Uh, I don't worry about laughing at uh, both of you. Oh, so don't worry. I'm laughing at both of you as long as there's no singing involved. 
Shut out over yet. Uh, Mark says, don't worry, Charlotte, I can't sing either. Um, so Chris says, uh, was it from the menopause range of candles? Just explodes <laughs> without reason. Um, good. I'm glad you're... There are some jokes yeah. that I'm glad you're doing in the comment section that I was too scared to do today. Thank you. Yeah. Well, you could say it's someone in the comment section that got, you know, that you just made up. Then someone in the comment section made up something about <laughs> um, it catches fire if you if you don't like, get it wet enough first. Don't. Something about that. Never got around to writing it. Don't. Brit says, it. Uh, next candle will smell of sweaty bollocks that, that have stewed while sat on great British trains for 17 hours. Ooh. I can make you one yes. of those, Brit, if you want. We can get it. Was it? Gwyneth in Changing Trains or something that was on the tube? Sliding Doors. Wasn't she? Sliding Doors. There you go. She needs a tube-scented candle. And that, and, and in that film, there are two Gwyneths. <laughs> so it's, you know, we can both have our, our own idols in that. It's a double candle. Mm. The double-ended candle. Double-ended candle. Careful where you burn it from. Mark uh, at Chris Thanks, and says, Mark. isn't that the PMT range? You see? I'm glad you're there. I'm uh, glad you're there. Not our words. No. Chris. No. Says it's the... going to get us in trouble. <laughs> Chris says to Mark, it's the same thing in our house. We're just all walking away from this whole bit. Um, <laughs> are they sold in pairs? What, the candles? The sweaty bollocks candles? Uh, maybe. Well, we, I'm sure we could We could knock you something up. If, if you watch our previous clips, I think I did one that was a candle that had written on it, this candle smells like my ass cleft. Oh, that yeah. The phrase. It's lovely. Yeah. It's a lovely candle. Gwyneth is also Dixinormous in Austin Powers 3. <laughs> Brilliant. I wouldn't, wouldn't watch that with the candle. I didn't even remember that they did a third Austin Powers. <laughs> You'd think you'd been able to catch up with it during lockdown. Yeah. Hey, look, I'm not dissing yeah. it. It's clearly more successful than two guys talking on webcams in their bedroom. But still, I don't uh, remember they did that. Is it? Yes. Yeah, yeah, it is. yeah. Well, um, if you're enjoying the show, you can help fund our, our business by popping something in yes. the Kofi. It would be very much appreciated if you were that kind, that way inclined. There'll be a link in the comments. Yeah. There are links in the comments as well. You can click on very those. Nice. It very much helps us uh, be able to afford back copies of old Austin Powers films. But Good times. I think it's time to say, Mr. Eric McElroy, it is with your, your problem. What What's the last bit? I'm nervous. I'm nervous to do this problem, Steve, because I feel like it might be cursed, and we're going to find out in a second why. I have no idea why those clips had that extra thing on there, um, but I mean, I know. I think I know where the problem came from. But this is this is the problem, Steve, of a pandemic birthday. Oh, yeah. So you might remember. Um, I think some of you guys were watching back in the day. You were there I watching, it, Steve. Yeah. You were here. Um, we've been in this lockdown now for over a year, of course, and that means a year has gone by. Uh, and that means that I had a birthday last year at the beginning of lockdown. And um, I've had another, I'm having another birthday tomorrow because of time shift or whatever so it is. Um, so soon. But last year, the show fell on my birthday. So we wanted to do a special birthday show. I planned some special things. And, um, and also, uh, so tomorrow is my birthday, so it's not officially today, but I think um, this is how things began when we did the special birthday comics in quarantine, solving problems as it was then called, and this is how the show started.
hello and welcome to Comics in Quarantine Solving Problems. What the heck is going on, Eric? What are you doing? Hey. Oh, God. <laughs> Good time. So I had this whole thing. I had this whole bit where I had a green screen set up behind me to do a bunch of images where it looked like I was having people over. And we don't know what did it, but it just seemed to overwhelm the system and it never caught up the whole show. Sound, I mean, at least not at the beginning, the sound was off. Um, you know, the images didn't work. I was, I didn't know it wasn't working. So I was just talking away, like everything was fine. And um, it just, it just, that was, that was the start. Um, and this was, this was in, uh, into the stories here. You know, Here. Oh, hey. Oh, hey, guys. It's my friend school. It never, it never. I mean, to be fair, Steve, we've done this now for 12 months since that happened and um, really hasn't improved. <laughs> I recognize the look of fear on my face when I'm trying to not give too much away whilst clicking frantically to try and move shit around. Um, I mean, you know, the whole the whole disaster. Um, what I like about that is as everything was going pear shaped and I was just like, I got no idea. Looking back now at the, the show, which is still online, the whole thing, because we're too dumb to take it off the web, uh, is is you just looking at me like this um, <laughs> the entire time. You didn't say, Eric, it's not working. You didn't stop me. You just you just looked at me like that. And just let me just keep going because you were clearly annoyed that I was making the whole show about myself rather than making it about the news. <laughs> it's not what this is here for. Wow. It's a good look. I think I was older last year. <laughs> I know. <laughs> On my special day. It was early in the pandemic. I think all of us felt quite old at that. Um but I carried on um with your support staring at me like this. And and this was actually uh my first Here. story there uh absentee ballots are a great way to vote for the many vote-in ballots uh that uh that aren't as good i, don't, I can't see now but the president himself so, has voted uh, tell me tell me what you want because uh, tell me what you want and we can make it happen and if you guys can't recognize that that is the voice of a not happy steve <laughs> that is the, the sound of steve quietly losing his shit yeah. as he's like what the Fuck if you talk to the show that we are creating. This is going to make us famous. I know that 12 months from now, we are going to be in much better places with our career. But 12 months ago, Steve, do you remember what stories you were covering on my birthday episode? Do you remember? Got any idea? I remember I bought a cake. I did a cake bit. Yeah. You did a cake bit where you were going to eat the cake in front of me. Yeah. that's not. But that's not the story you're covering. Here's what, you know, how we've progressed over the last 12 months. Okay. This was what Steve was covering. Uh, I want to talk about crowd news because one of the things that's going to help us to get back to normal is having crowds again. It would help stand-up comedy uh, and it's sport that's leading the way. In South Korea, they found a way of managing to get people into their empty sports stadiums. They used mannequins. Turns out they ended up using sex dolls instead of your standard shop mannequin. Sex dolls. 12 months. 12 months of sex dolls. I I mean, I believe you do have a live partner, Steve. Is that correct? Yeah. And <laughs> who knows how many free sex dolls you get sent when you do this? Oh, I can't. Just what, what's going to happen when you move out to that shed? <laughs> what is going to happen, Steve? 
I just worry. But you know what? Maybe we've talked about it enough. Maybe someday we'll get sponsored. Yeah, I was going to say, look, if, <laughs> if there is a sex, sex doll manufacturer out there, you want to send us some freebies. Just in the background of my shot would be hilarious. Just sat there watching the show. <laughs> or a cut to second cam as an audience. That's right. Um, but I think, you know, just to give us our due, I mean, look at the, we've, this is how far we've come in the last year. Mm. Um, if it's come up there, there we go. Uh, look, you know, the, the font, the style's gotten better. We don't have our names above our heads anymore. Um, I chose a really nice shot of you there, Steve. I thought you looked That's nice great. there with your eyes closed. Yeah. Um, we, we, we tended to, to be a little bit, just a little bit closer to camera back in the day i don't know quite what the difference is i there. know and we've know. talked about why that happened we talked about why that happened a lot before the uh, show I me and eric right are we looking we're we looking good yeah, yeah. okay got it lined up yeah. Good. This, yeah this is eric yeah. my shoulders okay my am i got my shoulder my okay my shoulder okay cool start the show hello and welcome to comic solving problems we i'm eric McElroy. straight in there <laughs> but look at it no go back to that that's last year. We were both just as close. Yeah, I had to lean in to catch up with you. Lean you, in to catch you look up. like no, Richard Whiteley. <laughs> I still don't know who that is. Okay. Um, but uh, one good thing about that's changed. I mean, so the nice thing is from last year, our resolution has gone up. The graphics have gone up. The jokes have gone down. Um, but things have changed. And one nice thing that I can say that has changed in the last year that is gone is my fat face. <laughs> Look at that. Oh, dear God. You enjoyed that lockdown, didn't you? That is just, I mean, I've got no neck whatsoever. But you know what? 12 months later. Hide it under a beard. Uh, self, no. Same shirt, same tie. It's my Christmas you tie. Same birthday. outfit. Very Look nice. That. Look at that jawline, though, now. That's what happens. Yeah. <laughs> But we did we did hypothesize that not only was it the screenshots that ruined the show, me doing the stuff behind it, is that it was that red hat. But you know what, Steve? It's my birthday. I'm willing to risk it now. The red hat. And at the time, I was ironically drinking Corona beer. You know what? I don't give a shit anymore. I've been vaccinated. So happy birthday to me. Oh, sorry, we're losing the image a bit there. We're losing. seems to be breaking up. We're losing a little. We've got. Oh, shit. Hang on. Everything's. Everything's fine. Every every click of the thing. <laughs> ah. Acting. Got got beer on my Christmas time. <laughs> Did I look frozen? <laughs> I was trying to be frozen. Did it work? Great. Did Brilliant. It. So I get method. <laughs> there we go. Where's my cake? Where's my cake? We've both been vaccinated now. I want my fucking cake. Yeah, but cake. I'm trying to not eat too much. So last year, I also was trying to not eat too much. I think we'd hit that stage where I was started running again to lose some weight. And um, um but you, we did your birthday special. And the joke was, because mm. we couldn't be there, I bought two cakes. One of them yeah. that I just ate in front of you because you couldn't be there. And then there was a punchline at the end of one of the bits that I did about, oh, and there's another cake, but you're not here. So oh, I crammed two cakes down my face hole. For a show yeah. that we effectively hid off the YouTube channel, couldn't get any clips from. I'm just take. I don't mind wasting money for stuff. I bought flipping candles. I didn't own any birthday candles. This is when I used to go out shopping for props. <laughs> How did those candles smell? Yeah, shopping for props back in the old days. They smell, they smell, but not of um, not of uh, Gwyneth stuff. Just because I bought them from a co-op. So, what's what's considerably less than a Gwyneth? Johnny Vegas ass. That's what he got. Um, 
Uh, oh, look at this, because I guess we're still streaming on uh, Twitch. Didn't turn that one off. Um, Crap Mo Tank says, Happy birthday, birthday man. Oh, well, thank you very much. Frozen Method says, Mark, let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Don't <laughs> know all the words anymore. Sorry, Charlotte. Mm. Um, Frozen. Oh, I've read that one. Um, sorry, Eric, you look like one of Ken Dodd's Diddy men in that hat. <laughs> Eric's jawline has gone from Newsmax to CNN. Nice. There we go. Uh, Chris, are you wearing the same tie, Eric? Mrs. H spot. Yes, my birthday tie. I don't, like, I haven't bought any new clothes in the last year. If anything, I have more clothes now I can wear because I got into my fat range. And now I'm back into my skinny range. So I always keep the fat yes, range because, you know, I'm fucking fat again. Yeah. Um, Shekdoll, but yes. Shekdoll's I Sense a Theme, says Chris. Yeah. Regularly, yeah. I keep going back to the, the theme. Um, Brit says, happy yeah. birthday for tomorrow, Eric. Just check with the candles uh, on your cake before you eat any or breathe in the scent. No one wants Fanny Taint Cake. Fanny Taint Cake, I believe, is a character in a Roald Dahl thing. <laughs> if it's a chocolate cake, it'd be fine. Yeah. Um, a little chocolate pocket. Happy birthday for tomorrow, says Eric. Uh, says Tracy to Eric. And uh, isn't Thank modern you. technology wonderful, says Chris. Uh, yep. So that's yeah. what happened to the Diddy Men, says Mark. Oh, there's a theme building up. Richard Whiteley and Diddy Men. We get all the guest stars in this one. Mark says, happy birthday, Eric. Uh, and I know for a fact, Charlotte, says Tracy, uh, that Charlotte use, uses ear candles at work. Hopefully they don't smell like Gwyneth's vagina. Oh. I'd go as far as to say... Most things shouldn't smell like Gwyneth's vagina, other than maybe one thing. And even then, be fine if it didn't. I wouldn't mind. Um, can't let an episode go by without some singing, can you, Steve? Who me? Sing me happy birthday. Happy. We did that. Did we not do that last time? I don't. I don't. Well, we might have done. I couldn't hear most. Oh. Uh... The... The... So excited for that show as well. Most excited I've ever been for any show. It's difficult to I've never, never been. Yeah. Could have held the note. If you got, if you, if you, if your screen froze, you'd be able to hold the note. Yeah. Uh, um. So, because we're moving to Wednesdays, does that mean that you're also going to miss next year's birthday? Because it can't land on. Be, yeah, it's not leap year, is it? Oh, are we still going to be doing this in next year? Be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're gonna be. It's gonna be great next year. We are. That's why we need some of this business. Um, That's thanks to the corona. He only made it to the third film. You're on your fourth series, says Mark. That's true. Yeah, knocking these out. Yeah. The number of birthdays you're going to have on special birthday episodes. Well, and moving to Wednesdays, that's got to be series five. Mm. That's time for the change. Yeah. Beautiful yeah. work. There we go. So, um, I think if we reach the end, the natural um, conclusion. make sure... Yeah. Natural conclusion, make sure you subscribe to the channel. I think most of you have already. Make sure you like the show. Um, even just give us a thumbs up. If anything, just for my birthday. It's a birthday just wish for him. Give birthday. it a like, give it a share. Birthday wish. Um, if you can buy us a Kofi, uh, that would be amazing as well. If you can throw some money in the pot, that's always very helpful. Um, we will be back next Tuesday and next Thursday, uh, whichever comes first. Whichever comes first. Can't you never know. Got you just phrases. don't know. Can't believe it. Catchphrase. I mean, we could do merch. Do you guys want merch? 
people want to buy yeah. stuff. We should do a little Twitter poll. We should think of all the things that could be catchphrases. So something yeah. method, I guess. Shekstol, um chocolate, chocolate pocket. pocket. Yeah. Um, whichever comes first. Uh, don't eat the banana. <laughs> and then, so we could do a vote for if you if we were selling a T-shirt with one of our catchphrases on, which would you be more likely to buy? Just me in the hat with nothing else. Or uh, a selection of screenshots of all those strange episodes when, for some reason, Eric loaded in clips of penises. A child's <laughs> dong was one of. Oh, that was a strange. Dong. It was appropriate to the story. And you know what? That's not what got taken down off YouTube. It's another one. It was one of yours. Yeah. So did we mention this in the live show? My penises are still online. Uh, yeah, we did. We mention in the live show that one of my one of clips was flagged for um, breaching the community guidelines. It was me, admittedly, acting the arse out of it. But the bit where I was pretending yeah. to not like viruses, and the acting was so good that they thought I was one of those anti-vaxxer people. Somehow the algorithm doesn't do irony, is what we learned. Strange. That day. So. Oh my God, Chris Chris has come up with exactly what we should have written on t-shirts. Yeah. And that's why I'm banned from Tesco. Nice. <laughs> I should make sure I do there more of those punchlines, just to really build it up. Wear it and wear it, and that can be sure you can wear it in Tesco. Yeah. And that's why I was banned from Tesco. And then, oh, if someone gets banned from Tesco for wearing and that's why I was banned from Tesco shirt, you could buy another one. You'd have to wear them on top of each other. Charlotte says, I'd get a T-shirt with not the singing, anything but the singing. <laughs> you know what, Charlotte? I'm with you, sweetheart. I'm with you. Have I sung on this show? No. No, I have not. Have you never done a song one? You 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 no. do you do interviews, but you don't do live interviews in the moment. No, you, you, I don't sing. Yeah, you edit your interviews, which is the wise yeah. thing. Instead of having to try and learn the timing of the second person script. <laughs> yeah. Um, definitely got to be Shekshdol on the T-shirt, says Tracy. Tracy, would you walk yeah. around in the Time FM broadcast area with a T-shirt that says Shekshdol on it? Good luck. <laughs> Why not? You've not been there. I married a Shekshdol. That's the that would be a good. One. I married a Shekshdol. <laughs> Chocolate pocket coasters. Nice. But Mark's, Mark's right. See you next Thursday or uh, see you next Tuesday or Thursday on the front and on the back, whichever comes first. Brilliant. Yeah. There we go. Okay. Well, we, we'll, we'll have a meeting. We'll have a meeting. We'll, have, we'll, we'll meet. We'll have the board convene and uh, we'll, we'll work on that. So, because that's it. That's next. That's going to be, that's going to be season five. Mm. Patreon, secret gigs, mm. merch. Yeah, it's all happening. There we yeah. go. Problem solved. Telegrams, anything Finally. to make money. Basically anything. Yep. And then I can get a new hat because this one's actually not doing very well. I don't know what happened, but it's got a hole in it. Bloody hell! What kind of raucous <laughs> Gollum's face says Chris. <laughs> um, how how it doesn't fit you as well? Have you noticed? What do you mean? Okay. It sits a little high atop the head. It's got that puritanical look to it. There. That kind of hurts. Yeah. How's that? You need a buckle on the front of it. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> but, but it didn't glitch. Is the curse been broken? Maybe. 
We'll find out next Tuesday or Thursday. This hurts now. I can't um, pitching my head. Uh, Mark also says we should just offer a Zoom meeting. Uh, we could have quotes from the Southern lawyer. Why, no. do declare. We are here to ascertain the verisimilitude of, of my... Doesn't he mean Al? Al, oh yeah. Yeah, you can get some Al on there. It's not a bloody monolith. Oh my God, yes. Oh. Do you remember the monolith? No. Why? I remember the whole monolith. No, the monolith. Is it made of one bit of stone? It's not a monolith. Um, Eric has a whiff of the Amish about him with that hat. <laughs> Which is his new perfume that he's bringing out. A whiff of the Amish. I'm sure they'd sell it on Goop. Yes, they bloody would. You'd see some of the crap I saw on there today researching the stories. Um, right, I think we're, we're done and dusted, aren't we? Uh, although Britt did say, yep. does it help us if you if you message on the clips as well? Yeah, comment on there. Comments and likes on the yep. clips. It, anything Please you can do. do to get people stuck into the YouTube will keep this all uh, up and running. Yeah, if you just play it on the background. <laughs> you don't have to worry about that. I do that on at least three computers, don't worry. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely do that. shouldn't say that live on the YouTube, <laughs> but anyway. There's a whole group of, you know, Russian bots watching the show on a regular basis. So none of you, are, all of you are Russian. Mm. I don't know if you realize it. Yeah, that's why they've That's why they've got keywords. That's why as soon as you say Shex doll, you get messages. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yes, thank you very much for watching. And uh, uh, it's exciting. My birthday. It's a big day. Happy birthday for tomorrow. Do we, do we know which, which one it is? Yep. Not saying it's really depressing. It's, I'm not that depressed. I don't care. It doesn't matter. Remember, it's my sister's birthday today. I, I, I don't want to say how old she is. I just remember the day that she was born 36 years ago. So, <laughs> But that's a bummer, isn't it? Having someone who's got a birthday so close to yours that's um, yeah. younger than you. Yep. Cause my, and I remember because I didn't get a present that year that she was born. Shit, it's like, I don't, know what, I don't know what my mom was doing. How old were you when she was uh, born? Well, if I tell you, yeah. it's <laughs> a good try, though. I was two. I was two. Okay. I wasn't. I was much older. So old. <laughs> anyway, um, I'll be younger tomorrow. That's the plan. Well, the way these shows are going, we're getting younger. Or we're just buying better yep. lights. Who knows what's happening? That's That's what's happening. Ring light heaven. Uh, there we go. So we will see you guys next week. Um, do the things you need to do. Steve, you're going to do your live gig. Yeah, live gig on Saturday. Uh, Time FM shows from 4 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. Yeah. And uh, I'll be on the podcast. So check out the podcast. It's still uh, Atia talking about Palestine and Jerusalem, which is a right laugh. Um, but she's really fascinating because she reported on it for years and she's really, really just incredible experiences and incredible perspective. So definitely check out that. And uh, yeah, and soon I'm going to have the mooch back on. I don't know if I said that already. Allegedly, right. so it's going to come back on. I wanted to say as well, um, if you go to my Twitter thing, which is one of them that's on there, um, there is the full length version of the Kinks song about Lola the Shex doll. Uh -huh. um, Dear God. But I, yeah. I've, I've linked to it. You have to watch it on YouTube. And uh, we, it's not on the Comic Solving Problems channel, which we're grateful for because it was both flagged for copyright and inappropriate content straight out the, straight out of the traps. 
As soon as I'd clicked go, I got two emails. Did you see what was flagged for copyright? The gymnastics bit you did because of the video of that gymnast spinning around. Oh, really? Oh, the, yeah. <laughs> the, the uh, getting into the doggy position joke. Yeah. Honestly. No advert revenue for that show. Thanks, Steve. It's worth it for the joke, though. <laughs> it's worth it for the for the lulls, for the jokes. Yep. That's what we don't even care about the money, guys. I mean, we care, about the, care about the money. <laughs> anyway, uh, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you very much for watching. I've been Eric McElroy. Stephen Allen. Till next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you for watching this from Comic Solving Problems. And if you feel like it, go ahead and like the video. Or subscribe. Commitment. <laughs> <laughs>